Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Alex is producing today. We have a lot to get to. Uh, in two hours of time. A lot of Gator activity coming up. Uh, there's baseball tonight. You can hear the game against Bethune-Cookman at 625. Uh, but just about every spring sport is in action, including Florida women's tennis. They're in the Sweet 16, and next we'll take on North Carolina, as will the men, by the way. And with us is Florida women's tennis coach Roland Thornquist. Roland, uh, thanks for doing this, and congratulations on getting to the Sweet 16. Take me back uh, to last weekend. Give me some of the highlights. What'd you like? And, uh, you know, just get into the Sweet 16. Hey, Steve. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. We, um, yeah, we're uh, excited. We, You know, we the past three years we've uh, run up um, against the second round NCAA uh, uh, round here, and we haven't uh, gotten through it. And I know our seniors, you know, really were uh, – determined to get past it and get in the sweet 16 this year so i was very happy for them not only that we were able to do it but uh the fact that the, all three seniors played a really instrumental role in getting us there so i i think we feel pretty good about uh, how we played to be honest with you we played florida state for a third time uh, this year and um, you know how it is when you play a good team three times it's tough to beat them three in a row but I thought we played really, really well on Sunday. It was one of our better doubles points of the year, uh, frankly. So um, I was really pleased with our performance. Uh, when you look back, uh, were there other keys? I mean, you you guys, and, and, and I know for your seniors, getting past that second round was, was certainly a big deal. What else did you like about the way you played, Roland? Well, just our mentality in general that uh, I feel like we've gotten better, you know, since February in particular. You know, we did not have a great national indoor uh, uh, tournament, you know, in February, and we we huddled up and we talked about changing some things to practice. And uh, I think over time since then, we've shown steady improvement almost uh, weekly. And so I really like the way, you know, by the end now, you can see the, the, the fruit of all those uh, – uh, small changes in practice that we're starting to not only play better, but we're competing better. And I think that uh, is the only way to go anywhere in a championship. You have to be mentally really tough. It, it, it Sometimes in these championships, it comes down to how you are mentally much more so than how you're striking the ball, you know, because anybody can play well when, when you're playing well, but can you find a way, you know, in these nervous moments or perhaps when you're not uh, feeling the ball as well and, and I, I see a lot of lot of progress in that area from our team, and that gives us hope. Now you have North Carolina, very very good team. How much do you know about them? Tell us about them. Yeah, well, obviously we've seen them a bunch, you know, um, out in the national tournaments. We haven't played them in a while, uh, honestly. Um, but uh, it looks like it's going to rain up there on Friday, so we might have to play them indoors, which, uh, you know, if it's up to us, we'd like to play outside in 90-degree heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they, um, they've they got a really nice indoor facility, and so uh, we have to prepare. We're actually going to go indoors this afternoon and, and, and play in our beautiful building here to try to get our hands ready for 
perhaps a little faster uh, pace. But it, North Carolina is a ball-striking club. You know, they have a lot of big hitters. Uh, they like to move forward. And so we have to change what we're doing a little bit because we're, you know, playing out here. We're more of a physical team, longer points. We play good defense. And so we have to uh, get a little bit better on the offensive side, I feel like, if we have to play uh, North Carolina inside. Roland, if, if it was somebody like me who was a tennis novice, I'm, I'm curious because you said you might have to play indoors, and obviously it's different indoors to outdoors, but what are some other uh, differences, if you will, if you have to play indoors as opposed to outdoors? Yeah, speed of play really is the biggest difference, Steve. Like the ball is it always has a perfect bounce, right, And because there's no sun, there's no wind to get in the way, and so – it's easier uh, for a player to hit the ball hard to the corners without the sun and the wind. And so outdoors, you can't, uh, uh, you know, put it all the way there in the corners. You have to play with bigger margin outdoors. And so the, the speed of play uh, is much faster uh, indoors. And that takes a little bit of getting used to um, because uh, if we – put more spin on our balls and they hit their ball flatter obviously it changes you know their ball comes faster so we have to learn to manipulate the ball a little differently in there we have to go at the ball you know perhaps hit it a little more flat than we're accustomed to so uh, we're going to spend some some days here getting uh, used to uh, playing better offense last question for you I mean it doesn't you can be playing great and lose and you know, you can go into a tournament not playing great and do really well, but do you think you're playing your best tennis now? Well, we sure did on Sunday, to be honest with you, in particular in doubles. We played a phenomenal doubles point. And it's funny because in our in our format here, you know, we play in doubles just first to six in a no-add format. So it's a really quick point. And you can really be the better doubles team and still lose because – of these small margins with our scoring format. So you can't attach too much weight to winning or losing that, uh, that doubles points. But if you do end up winning it, it does give you a lot of momentum. And we really felt that at home here against Florida state. We knew after we played a really good doubles point that we were going to be very difficult to beat in four singles matches. So um, no matter how you turn it, you know, like if we're able to win the doubles point on Friday, that obviously increases our chances of success a lot. So uh, we, we played extraordinarily well against Florida State, and I'm hoping that we can uh, continue and, and play uh, just as well on Friday night. Well, I wish you a lot of luck <clears throat> this weekend uh, and see if you can continue the journey. Both Gator tennis teams still alive, both in the Sweet 16. Roland, appreciate your time, man. Thank you for doing it. Thanks for having me. You got it, Coach. Thank you. Done a great job, uh, Roland Thornquist, as his women will take on North Carolina. And the men will play North Carolina, too. It's kind of strange that it works out that way, but uh, it does. Today, if all goes according to Hoyle, Mandy O'Leary will join us. Her team uh, is in the NCAAs. They're hosting. They'll play Mercer on Friday. Tim Walton is scheduled to be here. Uh, Gators hosting the SEC tournament, it's starting today with South Carolina playing Texas A&M. The Gators get the winner of that game tomorrow, and you can hear the game here live. Um, so that Oh, and then Dennis Scott from CBS Sports, uh, hit the columnist for CBSSports.com, will join us here momentarily because the 
guidelines for NIL are out from the NCAA, and there's a little something hidden in what they have done, which I think deserves more conversation. Basically, the NCAA has said that conferences can do away with divisions. Well, what would that do? So let's just say the Big Ten doesn't have divisions. Well, then how would you have a conference championship game? Well, in theory, the teams are the best records, right? But then how would you do if you can't schedule everybody in the, in the league, like the SEC? Obviously, you don't play everybody now, but if you take away divisions, then do you have to redo? I mean, how would, you, how would that happen? So now do you just do the teams with the two best records that go out in the conference championship game? So we'll talk to Dennis about that, but it is pretty interesting. Tom Brady is going to join Fox Sports when he retires. Now, he was very quick to say, chill here. I ain't going anywhere yet. But uh, it is interesting that, you know, he joins Tony Romo and Drew Brees, even the Mannings, you know, doing what they do. All these quarterbacks. You know, nobody else gets love. It's all quarterbacks doing this. Uh, but, no, he, obviously it's a big get for Fox, especially since they lost uh, as much talent as they did. Um, so that, that's a big deal. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll talk with Dennis Dodd from CBSSports.com, their columnist. Um, he wrote a terrific column today, Boosters, Collectives in NCAA's Crosshairs. Yeah, we'll talk to him about that next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. Gator Baseball is back in action tonight when they take on Bethune-Cookman in Gainesville. The Gators are coming off a weekend series sweep against Mississippi State. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 625. The SEC softball tournament starts today. The Gators will take on the winner of today's game between Texas A&M and South Carolina in the second round tomorrow. The Miami Heat continue their playoff run tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. The second round series is currently tied 2-2 and Game 5 will take place in Miami. The first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs continues with the Tampa Bay Lightning tied 2-2 in their series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 5 is in Toronto. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville gives you a great selection of vehicles to choose from. But don't forget, none of them are new. Because for the past 40 years, Southeast Car Agency has given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best and late model low mileage vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. You'll, you'll see the selection, the quality, the value of these vehicles. You can check them out for yourself, test drive them, look them over by going to see them in person at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. I have driven one of these vehicles for years. I've been totally satisfied. 
And the thing I've liked the most about my relationship with the Cousins family over the years, not once in purchasing a vehicle did they ever say, oh, do this or try this or we recommend. They help you. And you can test drive whatever vehicles you want. It's about as easy a purchase as you can get. If you go online at secars.com, you can check them out as well and see the vehicles for yourself that way. When you go see them in person, however, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com. Sometimes a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Well, this month, a brand new milkshake, and you know how good their milkshakes are. It's the Unicorn Shake, an explosion of magical flavors. If you're in a hurry, you can also order ahead at DickMondell's.com for a quick pickup. And Dick Mondell's is hiring new team members looking for competitive pay and flexible hours. Contact jobs at DickMondell's.com. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Great burgers, great salads, and great shakes, too. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but you see, our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gator softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are your home for Florida Gator softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Cooper, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. 
Welcome back. We're going to get Dennis Dodd, columnist for CBSSports.com here. Uh, he's written a really good column on this whole NIL business. Uh, it's titled, Boosters, Collectives, and NCAA's Crosshairs, but will new NIL policy be able to navigate choppy waters? Remember, these are guidelines. And I think that's the key word here, guidelines. And I just wonder, for example, let's just say the NCAA says Joe Smith Booster has to disassociate himself from the university, University X, right? You think that Booster would sue? Given the world we're in now? You just wonder. Um, so that is part of the conversation, I think, that will have to be had and see exactly uh, what goes from here. By the way, Gator Gymnastics, the rich get richer. They add junior transfer and former U.S. senior national team member Victoria Wynn. She competed at Georgia last year and in 2021, primarily on bars and beam. So how about that? Once again, the Gators get a big-time performer here. Very good. All right. Um, I've always – I'm glad I've gotten a, to get to know my next guest better, Dennis Dodd, columnist for CBSSports.com, because – I think Dennis is a terrific, I'm not just saying it because he's here, I think he's a terrific writer, and I also think he covers things to where the average person can understand it, and that's one of the reasons why I have him on a lot. And he's here again today. Dennis's column, Boosters, Collectives, and NCAA's Crosshairs, but will new NIL policy be able to navigate choppy waters? Dennis, welcome as always. Great column here, and I, I think we have to stress first, these are just guidelines the NCA has given us, correct? Yes, that's a good point. Um, as with a lot of things the NCA does, you can <laughs> yeah. you can tell by the press release that it was you know went over with a fine tooth comb by lawyers. Uh, guidelines aren't bylaws, and even if they are, then you have to enforce them. Um, so we're we're far away from that now. The NCA is kind of rattling sabers and saying we will. But that's the next question here. You can come down on boosters and collectives and set these parameters, which are on the books. They'd let it, let this slide for 10 months. It's another thing to take the, the Prius out of the garage or whatever investigators drive at the NCAA and, and, you know, drag your butt across the state and go interview somebody. So that that's the next thing here. Um, and I've talked to a couple of people. They have not been contacted by the NCAA, even to – you know, even a phone call to say, hey, uh, what are you doing over there? So that's the next step here to see if they follow through on this uh, on this initiative. And they don't have a lot of investigators to start with, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's been uh, – I wrote it today, and it's been stated before that they're down about 20 for various reasons. I'm not uh, – in the, in the enforcement staff, I'm not exactly sure why. A lot of people have been laid off that maybe something – um, but they're shorthanded, as, as they've always seemed to have been. I mean, I can't remember a time when they weren't. There was a time when John Duncan, the enforcement director, came in 
to the job and they beefed it up, they beefed up his staff, you know, not unlike what you would do with a new coach where you give more money in the assistant pool and all that stuff. But that has since gone away. And then their legs have been cut out from, from, from under them by NIL itself. So there's that. You know, one of the fascinating things that's going to happen here, I think, Dennis, is going to be just what happens with all of this. Supposing, and I think you mentioned this in your column, if the NCAA comes down <clears throat> and says, you know, booster, no, 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 you, you, you can't associate with University X anymore, well, then that booster sues. I mean, isn't that yeah. a real possibility? Oh, yeah. Uh, I wrote a story Friday quoting uh, Gene Smith, the Ohio State AD, who's on this working group who submitted these recommendations that were acted upon yesterday. And he said, we know there are going to be lawsuits. He said, we have vetted this with the NCAA lawyers. They're looking through it. So my takeaway was they've finally grown a set and, <laughs> you know, decided to, well, I'm serious. Yeah. They decided, okay, you know, the NCAA, the, the NCAA's number one export is, is legal fees. You know, if it was a country, it would specialize in, in growing and, in giving away legal fees because they've had one bad legal decision after another. So they think they either think they're on goodly, you know, good firm legal ground on this, or they're willing to take the hit and and fight their rules in court, um, which may be the next story on this. If, if their own rules don't hold up, then what are we talking about? Um, This, this one's hard because I think you asked 10 people in a room, you get 10 different answers, Dennis, but in your crystal ball, down the road here, what do you think will be the end game or the end result of all of this? I just I was just asked this on a show just now, another show, and I, I said what I've been saying now for months. I think in two or three years we won't even be talking about it, that the market will find its way. These outrageous, in, in general, these outrageous deals will go by the wayside, and I think we'll be conditioned as fans to even reacting to what an outrageous deal is, you know, now that we know it's possible to get a a transfer guard from Kansas state for $800,000. Well, let's see what he does at Miami. You know, for that amount of money, I might want a final four if I'm a fan and maybe I'm being too outrageous, but if there are enough of those, then the market is going to lower for these guys, just like in every part of life. That's what makes you know our economy and democracy so great, market capitalism, economics. So I think that's what will rein it in, if nothing else. And again, I think it will just be folded into everything that athletes get, um, and, and, and we'll concentrate on Saturdays more. That it's Because it hasn't upset that. Saturdays are still great. The Final Four was awesome. Didn't think about NIL once while I was in New Orleans. Um, so I think that's what will happen. In two or three years, we won't even think about it. I want to <clears throat> pivot to another thing that the NCAA Football Oversight Committee has recommended, and that's taking away uh, uh, divisions. In, in So now you can have a different way to crown a league champion. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, it's pretty much non-controversial when – when and all the the uh, ten all the conferences in FBS are going to do it, I suspect, except the SEC because that championship game is so valuable, and usually the team you know there is no there's been I'll say it this way, I think in however it's been a lot been thirty years there have been three true upsets 
One of them was Missouri beating Auburn. Missouri was a one-point favorite a few years ago. Call that an upset. That's always a great game. The SEC is not getting any teams knocked out of the playoff of the BCS because of their championship game. So I think they'll all do it except the SEC. And and it makes sense in the era of expansion to match your two best teams. Uh, Hey, let's say you have – you know, two 11 and one teams, you might you know, be getting two in, in a 12 team playoff or not, but at least the winner, their chances of getting in the playoff is enhanced iron sharpens iron, if you will. Mm-hmm. And what it does, it eliminates the, the divisional, the possibility of a division. And I use the 2019 example, the big 10. I think that Ohio state was an 11 and one and Northwestern was eight and four. Now, Ohio State won the game, uh, and I think they went to the playoff that year. I'm not sure. But if Northwestern wins, they knock the Big Ten out of the playoff. Right. So this makes perfect sense to, to go to one division or one table, if you will, um, sort of like they do in soccer. You know, there's a 37 teams in, a, in the premiership. You know, and you see them listed in the standings. It won't be quite like that. But they'll be, you know, if, if the SEC does it, there'll be 16 just sitting there, you know, going, uh, going at it. Well, Dennis, always a pleasure to have you again. Dennis's latest column, Boosters, Collectives, and NCAA's Crosshairs, but will new NIL policy be able to navigate choppy waters? It's a good read if you're into this. Always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Dennis Dodd, columnist, cbssports.com. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. At International Diamond Center, nobody tells our story better than our own non-commissioned diamond experts. In the 17 years that I've been in this industry, I have never been able to offer my clients the things that I can offer at IDC. What's best about our company is that we have access to far more options than most retailers typically do. None of us are paid on commission at all, so our interests are pure. We always encourage people to shop around because we know that our prices are good enough. You will be back. It's not a selling environment at all. We want to know 
what's most important to you and help you get there. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. It's about helping each client achieve what they want to become a hero. When we approach it in such a straightforward manner, it's refreshing. They almost look at you with a sigh of relief, like you take the mystery away. The merchandise that we have is unmatched. The prices that we have are incredibly competitive. Our quality is unsurpassed. International Diamond Center. Discover the difference. Our people. Get store hours, directions, and more at shopidc.com. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics, growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith rave about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. The first caller now to 382-8255. That's 382-8255. A copy of MLB The Show 22 is yours. I'm going to the show. Create your dream team in Diamond Dynasty. Play with all your favorite legends, flashbacks, and current day players all on your team. MLB The Show 22. Get it now for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo consoles at theshow.com. Rated E for everyone. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon features sunny and breezy conditions. Highs today in the low and mid-80s, which is a couple of degrees shy of where we should be. Those blustery winds could get up towards 20 to 25 miles per hour through the heart of the afternoon. More exciting tonight. Temperatures falling in the middle 50s and clear skies. Low 80s are expected tomorrow, even for Thursday, with sunny conditions remaining in place. Rain chances return Friday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Er, Trotter, the last straw came from Baker Mayfield the next day when uh, Chris Mortensen reported the Browns won an adult at quarterback. The Cleveland Browns could look to cut him for personal conduct, which then they don't have to pay the $18 million. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mandy O'Leary is scheduled to join us. They get a lacrosse coach in about 15 minutes. We'll open the phone lines quickly. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. William sent me an email yesterday, and it was long. Um, William and I don't agree a lot, but it's very respectful. I, I've always liked his emails, uh, and I appreciate them. 
But he, he one of the things he says about um, he says he says that I'll overestimate what fans want. He says most fans want to win football games. Period. Uh, he says um, the vast majority want to win at all costs now and care little of what the NCAA believes. Okay, fan base, you agree with that? Do you want to win at all costs? I believe most fans don't. Now, William is trying to tell me I'm an old dude, and, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, but, I, you know, Alex is not old, and he's shaking his head. I mean, do you does, – does winning trump everything? In other words, if you cheat and you win, you, are you going to be okay with that? I guess is what I'm asking as, as a fan. Because you can be at the cutting edge of it, and I know what some people are going to say. Well, people cheat already. And, look, they do. P- please let us not assume that – there's nothing like that going on now because there is. But that said, it isn't blatant. It isn't, you know, just out there. So I wonder if you think that. Would be interested to know. 392-8255, and you can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Uh, let's see here. Mark emails. Uh, he said, I, I love Dennis Dodd. Uh, I, you got me reading his columns. He's a very smart and good writer. My question is, if the NCA does decide to get on top of this and really start enforcing this, does it mean the end of collectives? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a great question, however. But I don't know. I, I think... From everything that I have seen and trying to figure out what the NCAA is thinking is not easy. But my, my thought process is you can be a collective as long as it isn't a booster who is, you know, like, like the dude at Miami. And I think what how he feels he's getting away with that is, okay, I'm a booster. And I'm going to offer Alex, my producer, X dollars, right? His way of getting around that is, well, he's going to work for me. He's going to do something for my business, right? Texas has a thing where all their offensive linemen got $50,000. And I think it was for use of their social media or something of that effect. So, again, quid pro quo. I'm giving you money. I can use your social media account. Well, I think the NCA is going to say, if I, if I read this right, that's fine, but if you're a booster, it isn't fine. We still think boosters cannot be associated with the university in this way. So it could mean either the end of collectives or a retooling of what the collective is. You know, with Florida... And here's the definite. What constitutes a booster? Okay. If I give money, and I believe I'm right in this, the collective, the Gator Collective, you can give X money 
right? And I think it's per month. And then you get perks, okay? You might be able to get a signed football or, you know, something. All right, fine. Or you get a conversation with player X. Fine. If I'm paying, and I'm going to be stupid, if I'm paying $25 a month, am I a booster? I, I, I'm I technically, I think you are, right? I'm not paying $25,000, but I am paying for the right to have these perks. That is what's going to be interesting here. And then my other thing is, are you in favor of taking away divisions for championships? Isn't the idea to get the two best teams in your conference to play. Now, in the SEC, most years, does that work out? It does. I would argue that, and please, if you're a Missouri fan, don't write me a letter. The years that Missouri won the East in football, the East was watered down, right? Well, are you telling me Missouri was really the second-best team in the SEC? So I guess, I guess that, I don't, I agree with, I don't think the SEC is going to change a thing because it's too successful. There's too much money in it. But I think the other leagues will take a long look at this and say, okay, now they have to change how they schedule Will they have to change things around? Perhaps. But let's just say, um, you know, Oklahoma and Texas come to the SEC. What if they go to pods? Well, then how does that work in terms of who you play? Would you then play more league games to determine, you know, who goes to the championship game? I think there's still some questions out there, but I do like what the NCAA's done here to at least give conferences the flexibility to try to look out for themselves and get the best teams in to get to the playoff. And I think that is what the whole criteria here is about. Uh, all right, I got a couple of emails, but I have a call. I'll take Jim's call. Jim, hello. Hey, so my big thing is that um, like the Boston College guy, the basketball player, I guess he was, um, and he had offers from other schools to go into the transfer portal. And, uh, you know, if if you have players on your team, basketball or baseball or football, and they are recruited by other schools to come and, and for money, that, that just doesn't seem right. They're leaving my school to go to Alabama. To, um, for money. Well, but but money makes the world go around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know that. And but are we gonna? Is that gonna continue with the NIL? No matter what, that that uh, Alabama's gonna come in and recruit players from our team to go play for them. Depending on what they decide to do, and that I think is what everybody's waiting for. Okay. Yeah. What exactly are going to be the quote guidelines unquote? From what I can see here, Jim, it's going to be booster driven. If you're a booster, you're not going to be allowed to do anything with a student athlete. 
you can't say to that student athlete, I'm going to give you, you know, $100,000 and, uh, you know, you can wash cars or something. That's, That's because it's a booster. But it doesn't mean that there can't be other financial incentive, and that's where I think we have to wait to see what occurs. Yeah. I don't know about other people, but I'm okay with a college, uh, with a high school guy. I'm getting money to go to Alabama. But I have a real problem with people from Alabama, whether they're legal or illegal, coming to, coming here and or calling on the phone and offering players that are already college players to transfer to another school. Okay. All right, All Jim. Right. Yep, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. 1242 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Mandy O'Leary, the Gator uh, lacrosse coach, is going to join us next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Gator baseball is back in action tonight when they take on Bethune-Cookman in Gainesville. The Gators are coming off a weekend series sweep against Mississippi State. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 625. The SEC softball tournament starts today. The Gators will take on the winner of today's game between Texas A&M and South Carolina in the second round tomorrow. The Miami Heat continue their playoff run tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. The second round series is currently tied 2-2 and Game 5 will take place in Miami. The first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs continues with the Tampa Bay Lightning tied 2-2 in their series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 5 is in Toronto. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. What's the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? The answer may surprise you. Hey, it's Steve Russell, and I asked Ocala's real estate expert, Scott Caldwell, with your home sold guaranteed realty, this important question. With over 18 years of experience, Scott's seen it all. The buyer's market, the seller's market, and yes, even the historically low inventory market. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time to sell in this hot market, do your research. Find out what your home is really worth. And if you need to buy another home, Scott Caldwell has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? 
because Scott has over 8,000 buyers in his database. He has all the information you need to help you plan ahead and net the most money. So, plan ahead. Call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated, for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late-model, low-mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today, Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Our all-American liberty is under assault. Patriots, if you love this country, then be at Rock the Red. Rock the Red. It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Was time of the season. Uh, Gator tennis teams still alive in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Gator softball at the SEC tournament. Gator track is going to the SECs. And Mandy O'Leary's lacrosse team also in NCAA tournament action. And the Gators get to host. Uh, and they'll start by facing Mercer Friday. Mandy, good to have you back. Congratulations on what's been a good season so far. 13-game winning streak. So if momentum's any, any indication, you've got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the team has really come on strong the last uh, the last couple months, so we're we're excited where we are and having the opportunity, obviously, to host uh, the NCAs is is really exciting for us. You know, I, I know you were in your conference tournament, but this to me is the real postseason because you're in the NCAAs. How do you approach this with your team? Is it hey, look, we we're playing really well. Let's keep this up, or hey, everybody's zero and zero. How do you approach that? I mean, I think it's a combination of both. It's a, you know, you want to ride your momentum coming out of the conference tournament. You don't want to dismiss the accomplishments that your, that your team has made. Um, so we're excited about that. And then, but at the same time, um, it is a, it is a clean slate. I mean, everybody's going into the NCAA tournament, um, zero and zero. And obviously it's win in advance to lose and go home. And that's something that, you know, for us, it's really important that we are, you know, still focusing on doing the things we need to do every day at practice. Um, certainly not, you know, not sitting on our laurels of, of conference or anything like that, but, you know, really focusing on the next step of winning this first round game in the NCAAs. Funny you just said that because I was about to ask you. I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes you, you get a different vibe because it's postseason, extra pep in the step, so to speak. Do you like the way your team is preparing and practicing? 
You know, I do. I mean, I, I've liked I've liked the way this team has prepared all season long. Um, I think we hit some, you know, great teams earlier in the season and, you know, had some losses to top 10 teams in the country. And the way that we learned from our, you know, our mistakes um, and use those um, to kind of build build for the next day, I'm really proud of them. And, I mean, they're just a really fun group of, group of girls to coach. I mean, I, I feel like I'm blessed every day to go out on the field and work with this group because they are a really, really special. They're special and, and they're super fun to be around. So I, I feel really lucky to be able to coach this squad. You've not faced Stanford, but you did beat Mercer and you did beat Jacksonville. Does that have any meaning at this point? You know, I don't think so. I mean, uh, we, we, you know, played Mercer um, in March. Um, a lot of things, you know, a lot of successes can happen. Um, a lot of, a lot of teams develop um, in that, in that month. So, you know, we're, we're kind of just looking at it as if, you know, they've improved, hopefully we've improved. So, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to go out and, and play our A game certainly to to beat this team. You, you, we've talked about this, Mandy. You you have a young team, but you know Pavanelli and you know attacker of the year, Whiteman defender of the year, and in the in the conference, and you've done this with a young team. Did you expect to be this successful? No. <laughs> that's an honest answer girl i appreciate you for saying that i'm always going to be honest yeah Um, no i mean i I think you know when i looked at that this team in the fall and it's so funny because my my mom asked me that same question last night at the dinner table she said if if you knew your record was you know was going to be what it was when i talked to you back in um september would you have ever thought that? And I said, absolutely not. I mean, I know if I'm not going to lie to my mom, I'm not going to lie to you. So, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think this team is, you know, this team is, is, has surprised me. Um, I, you know, when you bring in this many freshmen and, and this many sophomores um, and this younger group is, you know, competing, you never know what you're going to get. Um, how fast are they going to develop to the collegiate game? Um, how well are they going to get along? What's the team chemistry going to be like? Um, and they, they've just embraced all of that. And, yeah, they've, they've shocked me, quite honestly, um, in, a, in a really good way. So I, I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm super excited. But absolutely, um, I had no idea that this team was going to reach the level of success that they have, if you would have asked me that uh, in the beginning of September. I will, I will end. You, you kind of mentioned, because you're right, you don't know as a coach how any team is going to bond let alone when you have a lot of young players doing that. Did you get this sense early, Mindy, from watching them practice and compete that they would bond and compete as well as they did? You know, I did. I mean, I, I thought when they came onto campus, and it's it's always really hard because most of our players are actually going away to college. They're not going to be able to go home on a Sunday night for, you know, family dinner. They're actually a flight um, from home. So they're all kind of through that same going through those same challenges as a freshman um but i really have to credit our upperclassmen i mean we talk about what an important part um that plays in our development um but that upperclassmen group really brought these freshmen um along and i think just befriended them all to the point of where you know right now we are a family i mean this is this is the true definition of a family and i think they feel um, that they have each other's backs, and um, and it's just fun to watch. It's, it's been fun to watch this cohesion happen throughout the season because, you know, sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so I, I do 
uh, attribute a lot of our success to what happens in that locker room and the love and, and, and respect that they have for one another in that locker room. I will end. You can go watch Mandy's team play. They'll face Mercer at 5 p.m. on Friday at the Diz. Uh, then Jacksonville and Stanford play after that at about 7.30, I think. And the winners will face off Sunday, and that'll be, I think, at 4, right, Mandy? I think? Yes. Yeah, okay. So go watch them play, hopefully, both days and beyond. But as always, I appreciate your time, and I wish you a lot of luck, Mandy. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you. You got it. Mandy O'Leary, always appreciate her time uh, joining us here. Tim Walton will join us in the second hour uh, as they get ready uh, to uh, play in the SEC tournament. Steven says, why isn't the Florida lacrosse team ever on TV, or are they? That is not uh, an SEC network, highly aired sport. It just isn't. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but it it is not. Um, So now, I do not know, um, you know, down the line here, uh, I know some of the lacrosse matches have been on ESPNU and things like that. And I will do my best, Stephen, to let you know um, if it's going to be televised. Um, All right. Let's get a couple of emails here, and we'll call it an hour. Kevin uh, has a great question here. Uh, He says, Steve, if the Gator baseball team wins out, they would be 17 and 13 in the SEC. Do you think they would have a chance to host a regional, I think he means. Uh, yes. If, if, if Florida did that, you know, given the up and down year this has been, if you, when all is said and done, look and say Florida 17 and 13 in the league, that's pretty good. Now, a lot depends on what everybody else does, you know, all of that, but you get where I'm going, right? So right now, again, I'm going to just tell you like <clears throat> how it is right now. There are one, two, three, four, five, six SEC teams with winning league records. I think something would have to change there for Florida to really get in that mix. Tennessee's going to host. Okay? Arkansas is going to host. Other than that, today, I would not bet on anybody else. I mean, LSU's 14 and 10 in the league. So was A&M. You know, pretty good shot. And I looked at the schedule. Ole Miss plays at LSU, and Ole Miss is struggling. So LSU, you'd think, you know, at home, have a chance to take two. Mississippi State, reeling now, is at Texas A&M. You would think, again, the Aggies have a good chance to, you know, take the series. Then, you know, Vandy plays Arkansas, and Vandy is 12-12 and in the league, so if they want any shot, you probably have to win two there. And then Georgia plays at Tennessee. So, yeah, if, if, if long answer to a short question, if Florida were to win out and, <clears throat> and go 17 and 13, I think they would at least be 
considered. But that that won't be easy to do. That that's I mean, you gotta win six in a row, but you are playing teams that are record wise in the league below you. It's not easy to sweep. You know what Florida did in sweeping Mississippi State, it is that's just not easy to do. So that's another thing. I think well, you're playing Missouri, and they're not any good. And they're not. And they have the worst record in the SEC. But they played Arkansas. I watched that series. They played Arkansas really tough. So you just don't know on a given weekend, you know, what's going to happen. Our thanks this hour to Dennis Dodd, columnist for CBSSports.com. Wrote a terrific column on uh, the NIL and all of that. Mandy O'Leary, the Gator lacrosse coach, and Roland Thornquist, Florida women's tennis coach, as they get set for their NCAA tournament action. Tim Walton will join us at the end of the hour, uh, next hour. So we have plenty of time for your questions, calls, and comments, and we hope that you will talk sports with us. I'm going to get into next hour two Gators who are really making their mark in the NBA playoffs. And it's two guys maybe you wouldn't necessarily would have thought that would, but they are, and they're really helping their teams. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Come back and join us for Hour 2. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics, growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John D. Sapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center. The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it. That's because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viraggio, Kirk Kara, A. Joffe, Henry Dossie, and other very exclusive names. We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that. If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality. International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best. At Celebration Point. That's what it's all about, yep. Online at shopidc.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. 
Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for tuning in, and we appreciate you doing that. Um, Alex is producing today. We'll take your phone calls, questions, comments, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Okay. Baseball today. I'll run that down for you. There's not, about this time of the year, usually you do not see marquee matchups in midweek games. You will see one next Tuesday because Florida State is going to play Florida in that makeup game that was rained out. But Bellarmine is at Tennessee. UT Martin is at Kentucky. Auburn's at Troy. Indiana State at Vanderbilt. Alabama at Jacksonville State. USC Upstate at South Carolina, Mississippi State at Samford, and Southeast Louisiana at LSU. Now, the only difference is going to be tomorrow, Ole Miss is at Southern Miss, and Southern Miss is ranked. That'll be the best game. Georgia-Tennessee is the Thursday, Friday, Saturday series this week. Um, So that'll be interesting. And then uh, Florida's games at Missouri uh, are all Network Plus games. uh, And Jeff and I will have those calls radio-wise. So hope you'll tune in. Now, Larry says, after the spring football game, I recall Coach Napier indicating the team would be adding a number of players via the transfer portal for the coming season to shore up weaknesses. Will that still be happening? If so, when? Uh, It could because there are players that have not made decisions yet but the deadline to enter the portal was May 1 so I don't think there'll be uh, a ton of people Larry that'll be involved in that Florida already has had some um, but I don't think that that the number because there's still feelers out for people who have not made a decision yet so it's possible uh, they could get more and uh, we'll see if that happens uh, where's my other email here? Uh, Bob, okay. Before I do that, before I forget. How about Al Horford and Dorian Finney-Smith? They have been two important cogs in their team's success. Horford scored a career playoff high 30. Yeah, 30. And... He also uh, got the, the the Greek freak dunked on Horford in the game, and that PO'd Horford. And he later returned the favor. And he got a technical, too. But he's really played well, and he's been a real spark. And Finney Smith, never known as a three-point shooter, has really shot well from downtown uh, and it, it's helped Dallas quite a bit to, to get some relief to Donches for you know somebody to, to score from distance. So congratulations to them. They have really played well. Don't forget uh, tonight, Game 5, Heat and Sixers. That series tied at 2. Game 5, Lightning and Maple Leafs. That series is tied at 2. I didn't get anybody to respond to this, and I'm 
hurt. I'm upset. I'm bummed. I'll try it again. Okay? An earlier email said, Williams, that fans now basically want to win at all costs. They want to win games, period. Okay? He says, as a fan, people want to experience winning. With the wild, wild west era now, taking away a title does not take that experience of joy fans feel after victory. He says the vast majority want to win at all costs now and care little of what the NCAA believes. But I'm going to use his words here, at all costs. Does that mean cheating? Would you, would you be happy if you won a championship knowing your school had cheated? That's the question I want to pose. Please answer it. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about that. 392-8255. Once again, email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, Trent Whittemore will be here. Uh, talk about his brother coming to Florida, Creed, uh, and you know what, how he feels he has done in his career at this point. Looking forward to having him here uh, tomorrow and working on some other guests as well. All right, Paul emails the answer to my question. He says, I would not be happy at, at winning knowing my school cheated. I do understand other schools cheat. If I didn't know we cheated, he says, maybe it'd be okay. But if I knew Florida was blatantly cheating, I would not be happy at all to win. It would taint the title. Okay. Interesting. So that's the question I want to talk about this hour. Now, anything else you want to bring up, please do. Uh, by the way, uh, somebody asked, Tyler Nesbitt is going to get the start on the mound for Florida tonight um, against Bethune-Cookman. And you can hear the game at 625 tonight. Okay? So there you go. All right, we've got some calls to take. Alex is lining them up. And we're going to start with John's call first. John, hello. <clears throat> hey, Steve. <clears throat> I just told your, your guy there that I'm an old Gator, 73 years old, and I do not want to win at all costs. we got to have some integrity in the game. And I wonder if, and to, to the previous emailer's point, I wonder if this, an, if this is an age uh, issue in terms, I think older fans, I think, will feel like you. I have a suspicion younger fans maybe wouldn't, you know, feel the same way quite as much, but hopefully, hopefully I can find out. Well, you know, right's right and wrong's wrong. That never changes. So uh, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. All right. I appreciate it, John. Thank you for chiming in. Byron, hello. <laughs> Steve, man, you you know you gave me that segue. I, I've been I always listen, but I don't want to try to get the show going NBAs because it ain't a big topic in a whole in a lot of places. So, but thank you for that. And uh, man, Al showed out, Steve. 
Man, that dunk, man, gosh, somebody, Steve. I, I, you know, I don't know if I, I like. I, you know, I'm a Boston fan and an Al Horford fan. I don't know if I had more joy for being a Bostoner when he dunked on uh, the Greek freak. Steve, I tell you, boy. But let me keep going. Shout out to Finney Smith and all the Gators, man. And you know, I, I tell any of the Gators that's listening and playing for us, man. We got a uh, Steve. Them don't bring it up, but we do have a tradition right here. Um, Noah and, and Brew and I heard some other people the guys brought up and I hope we can get back to playing some basketball. Dang that tradition, man. The Gators were good and we're going to win some more championships. And Steve, man, I, I'm looking forward to that game tonight, man. They could, you could see Joel and all those great guys if you go out to some of those games. And, and football, it's amazing the sports that's around here in Florida and Gainesville. Shout out to you guys. Great athletes, man. You beat me down. I should have been in the NBA once, but I couldn't do it. But shout out to all of you. Vernon, all you guys, man. Gators, go Gators. Thanks, Steve. Byron, thank you. Uh, Mike says, when things get slow in the summer, why don't you have Fridays be an oldie music day? Yeah, maybe. But I don't know what, I don't think we're going to sit here and play music uh, but, I mean, we could do some trivia or something maybe along those lines. Um, and then um, he says, money is the root of all evil when it comes to college athletics. When coaches started getting paid a million dollars to coach student athletes, beginning of the downfall. I said at the time when Spurrier and Bowden were in a salary competition, it wouldn't be long before players start wanting to get paid. A degree from the University of Florida, food, apartment, medical, dental, etc., that was enough until coaches let greed ruin the sport. In my opinion, it still is. If it was such a bad deal for high school players before the likeness, why were the parents, relatives, and friends so overjoyed when they got the scholarship? They've opened up Pandora's box. They'll benefit a few players at the top that were going to make millions in the pros anyway and leave the rest of them with very little. I think you'll see players' grades and graduation rates drop. If you ask a 19-year-old, would you rather study for a test or go sign autographs for money? Well, you still have to stay eligible. That hasn't changed. If you don't go to class, then you, then you can't play. So, I mean, that part of it doesn't change. But the thing that I guess bothers me when it comes to this is... And Mike, I see your point. I'm not. I'm not trying to crush it. I, I see your point. Okay. But if you look at it in 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 the in the context of the money that is being made from the work these kids do, how do you begrudge them this? How do you begrudge them a slice of the pie? I'm not saying NIL is the right way. I'm not saying the way this is being done now is the, the optimum way to do it. But in theory, why does anybody go to college? To hopefully get a career where they can make money. That's what you go to school for. Okay? I mean, when I went here and obviously... I wanted to go into this business as great as this business is and as fun as this business is, I got to eat. But I knew I wasn't going to be rich, but it does. It has provided me 
livelihood. Well, that's what anybody in college is, is doing this for. And I would also ask you as fans, if you were put in that position, would you say no? Would, uh, nah. Uh, here, here's 300 grand. Nah. Uh, of course you wouldn't. But I, I get it. And I'm just going to say this, and some may not like it, the way it is, okay? There is a reason that people, a lot of you, I think this is a fascinating subject because it goes into the psyche of what fans think, of how they think, and at the essence and core of what a fan is, right? I think a fan should be a fan of a team whether it wins or it loses. But I do think there are some fans that want to win at all costs, and I understand that. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. Gator Baseball is back in action tonight when they take on Bethune-Cookman in Gainesville. The Gators are coming off a weekend series sweep against Mississippi State. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 625. The SEC softball tournament starts today. The Gators will take on the winner of today's game between Texas A&M and South Carolina in the second round tomorrow. The Miami Heat continue their playoff run tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. The second round series is currently tied 2-2 and Game 5 will take place in Miami. The first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs continues with the Tampa Bay Lightning tied 2-2 in their series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 5 is in Toronto. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time. So you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. 
As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers, Offices Gainesville, Lake City and Ocala. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM, and 8.50 AM, WRUF. By the way... Former Gator pitcher Alex Fiedo gets his second career start today in the big leagues. Uh, he's pitching, again, as a doubleheader that he's involved in. He pitched five innings. His first start gave up two runs. Detroit is facing Oakland today, and he is uh, pitching in the second game of that doubleheader. So wish him well. Let's bring Greg in. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Uh, just want to ask you a couple things, and I'll leave you with a question off air, but I was doing research on the NIL, and we talked about the federal law, and then a guy called me in and mocked me about regulation. I don't like federal regulation, but I did a, a look up, and it said the Department of Justice in you know D.C. has uh, stated this pro- proposed NIL rule changes make it raise concerns about under antitrust laws. I'm no lawyer, so I don't know what all that means. I just know each state is different from what, everything I've read. And it says the antitrust laws demand that college athletes, like everyone else in our free market economy, benefit appropriately. And I have no problem with it, Steve. I just, my thing was, is we all talked about it, and God knows we would call you, Steve, back in 2011 talking about this, paying athletes, should they get paid? People saying the, the scholarships, their payment. And I agree, it's expensive to go to a school like Florida. But I thought originally, Steve, this was like 22 for Emmett Smith the jersey number 15 for Tim Tebow, that some of that money would be set aside. And then when they graduate, that was kind of the 
I think what a lot of us thought was going to happen, because it wasn't fair to Emmett or to Tim, even all the money that UF made off of those jerseys, that's where I thought it was kind of going. Now it's almost part of the recruiting process, and in my opinion, that's wrong. And I'll listen to your thoughts off air and go Gators. Greg, thanks. Well, it is part of the recruiting process. There's no question that it is. Remember, the NCAA wasn't that long ago gave extra money to student athletes. Remember, you know, and, and that was okay, good. Well, that completely pales in comparison to, you know, what's out there now. And, again, I'm John emails and said, been a Gator since the 60s. Always said the Gator brand stood for integrity. When we messed up, we paid the price. I'd be more than disappointed if it, if it was a win-at-all-cost Gator brand from now on. No question about it. Maybe time to bring back Jeremy. Well, I, I don't know that... It's, I don't get the sense under Scott Strickland it's win at all costs. But if it did, uh, John in St. Augustine says he's enjoying the show on this beautiful day. Uh, he says most common sense people want the athletic department to maximize use of the rules but not intentionally break any. So no, I am not win at all costs because that would include intentionally breaking rules and hoping not to be caught or covering things up once a rule is broken. No more self-reporting under a win-at-any-cost philosophy. The public confidence in the concept of the student-athlete is as low as it is, doesn't need to be degraded any further. Thank you, John. Well, then let me ask this question. I don't know if anybody has the stones to say win-at-all-costs. Does anybody feel that way? And if you do... Call me or email me, email me and tell me. Because I just wish now, you know, next year is going to be 25 years of sitting in this chair. 25 years. First of all, what the hell? Time's gone by so fast. But that said, a lot. I mean, think about a quarter century and what's changed. Right. Social media, how we all access, you know, information and all of that. But I don't I don't know. I do know this. I said it yesterday. When Utah comes here, nobody is going to give a hoot about NIL at that time because they're going to be focused on football. That's there's there there is no doubt of that in my mind. None. BB says, won a championship against a team that was apparently cheating. Couldn't fathom enjoying winning that way. Maybe it's the wisdom of time and age. Maybe it's the love of sport for sport's sake. Maybe it's teams that were just average most of one's life. Maybe loving the trips to games with family and friends when suddenly that time ends, or the people themselves are gone too soon. While everybody loves winning. The sports memories that last are those of family and friends, the trips, and the funny, poignant things along the way. B.B., I think that's true. But how many times do people talk about the championship? Morning, I remember the championship. Uh, Yes, you can say, boy, when I went to Ole Miss and went to the Grove, okay, 
that's part of it. I'm not saying that, but championships do mean, I think, a lot to some people. Tommy, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon to you, man. Yep. Hey, so I have a few things uh, about what you're talking about. So I'm a win at all costs. I'm very competitive. Now, now I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be what they did at LSU. If if that makes sense to you, but I want. I want to win. Urban Urban got. You know, I mean, like they said, they need to do a thirty for thirty for that team in the '06. We had a preacher, a murderer, and and people doing all kinds of stuff. You know, it was like we needed we need something. Like that was that was an awkward team, but do we talk about that too much? No, we talk about those six and oh eight titles. We don't talk about what they did behind the scenes. If it was this, this, that, and the other, all the drama that happened. Now, Urban does have you know problems with that, but man, I if he was to come back right now, Steve, and they said if Urban comes back, you're guaranteed a championship. Bring him back right now. I would put him right in the head seat. Let's go. But my thing is, I, I'm about amateur sports. The reason I'm a diehard college football fan, that especially the Gators, I was born and raised in Gainesville. That's all we have. Unless we want to drive to Orlando or Jacksonville or something like that, when I have a friend that's from Cleveland, Ohio, if Ohio State, which they never really do fall off, but if they're having a bad year, he roots for the, well, the Browns or the Indians or the Cavs. They have so many different things to watch. We're really – like our gators are our gators there are there are our pros they are our amateur they are our entertainment and outside of that i don't see you know and so for me with that nil deal that we've been talking about and winning at all costs no matter what i do not want it to become the nfl at all because then i feel like we're going to lose that that college feel of our sport man well guess what you're losing i know Yes, sir, I know. <laughs> You're losing it. And, you know, again, back to the old days when you wore a letter sweater and you you went because Loyalty. you loved your team and, you know, it wasn't a big deal. You know, I can tell you this because I have perspective. When I went to school here in the Stone Age, okay, I was hosting Dial-A-Score after the game, okay, it wasn't as venomous as it is now, but believe me, there were people who wanted Doug Dickey fired, couldn't stand the offense. So that doesn't change. It's just now you have so many more avenues to, you know, talk about what you want to talk about. And well, it's just how it I is. Mean interrupt, sorry, Steve. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, how about, what is going to happen to all our recruiting gurus, man? All these guys that oh, this five-star's coming to Florida, man. All our recruiting's down. This man, and then he leaves because he got an NIL over here, or he comes to us because we gave him more money than Bama, even though he committed to Bama at the first place. Like, that recruiting thing's going to go up and down and be different now, too. Yes. You know, we're not going to be able to say, oh, Georgia has, well, I'm sure they will, but Georgia has number number one recruiting class. Uh, you know, that's going to change because they're going to leave just like they did this past season. Yep, so I agree. Never, you never know anymore. It's like a free agency in the draft of fantasy football, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's driving me nuts, Steve. I appreciate the call. <laughs> All right, Tommy, thanks. Uh, but I can understand. Look, the transfer portal was there, but now it's just been blown up. And he's right. I mean, 
even you may have a number one recruiting class, but because of attrition, injury, you never know how it's going to end up playing out. But if you get a, a guy to come to your school and through a third party, hey, I'm going to offer you $500,000, well, yeah, you, you may lose him. One thirty. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com. People who suffer from long-term chronic joint pain spend so much of their time acting, putting up a carefree front. It's exhausting. I was really tired of trying to act like I wasn't in pain because I was in pain all the time. Rick Rawlings didn't want everyone else to know that he was coping with agonizing shoulder pain 24-7. Yes, I had to put on a face (laughs) to cover up my pain. But then Rick found QC Kinetics, offering new lasting treatments for joint pain using natural biologics. Treatments designed to restore and repair joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The results were amazing. I am... Very glad. It changed my life doing the QC Kinetics. Today, my shoulders feel wonderful. The cranky Rick is gone. He's not grouchy anymore. No more acting. (laughs) Feel like yourself again with a call to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Life is all about choices. Veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabyte per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabyte per second requires Doxis 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabyte per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon features sunny and breezy conditions. Highs 
today in the low and mid-80s, which is a couple of degrees shy of where we should be. This blustery wind could get up towards 20 to 25 miles per hour through the part of the afternoon. It's exciting tonight. Temperatures falling in the mid-50s in the clear skies. Low 80s are expected tomorrow, even for Thursday, with sunny conditions remaining in place. Rain chances return Friday from the Overweather Center. I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. People always ask questions about individuals you work with. I'm like, nah, Max ain't really like that. What was the question now? Now I need, now I need to know well, the question that was asked. Max got some swag to him. So yeah. it's like, is he trying to be? Oh. And I have to tell him, say, nah, he ain't. He ain't been around us enough where it just rubs off on him. Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Gators softball coach Tim Walton is scheduled to join us in about 10 minutes. In the meantime, we will take a call from Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Okay. I got a question about the name likeness stuff. Does it apply to high school students? I mean, can the boosters go down to a high school and talk to a senior or a junior even and convince them not to play their junior or senior year to commit to a school? I don't know. That's a great question. Because I guess it, I guess the key word here that you used is booster. Okay, we already know in basketball, for example, you know some kids don't play college ball; they'll play for the ignite or you know some of those other leagues that have already been established. So, in that respect, that has happened. In that these leagues have been formed, and then they can go to the kid and say hey, come play in this league, I'll pay you $1,000 a month or whatever that cost is, and you know, don't go to college. That's already being done. In fact, I think, I want to say, in some of the mock drafts of the NBA, there's like three or four kids that are first-round projected that are playing on those kinds of teams. It just seems to me like there's, there's no end to this now. I mean, they could you know, walk on to any high school campus and start conversations. I mean, we all know that, you know, great high school athletes are, you know, uh, being found as, as sophomores and freshmen and, and are being re- recruited and, and watched uh, and scouted. So what's the stop the boosters from actually being able to start signing people up? Sure. Well, I don't know. I don't know if in high school you'd be able to do that. My answer, I think, is yes, but I'm not 100% sure of that, Joe. It's a great question. But here's what I think, okay? Let's say Alex here is a really, really good baseball player, and he's playing for, you know, Jones High School. So I'm a booster at Florida, and I go to, uh, to Alex and say, look, Alex, come to Gainesville, play baseball, and again, assuming that, you know, Florida wants him, and I'm going to have you sign a $200,000 NIL deal. Is that possible? Yeah, I think it is. 
But now the question going forward is going to be, with these new guidelines, I think that's going to be stopped, where boosters cannot do that. Well, I know we've, we've you know, been sad about, you know, athletes sitting out bowl games in college because of their pro careers. And I know it happens in high school where high school players will sit out part of their season to protect themselves uh, from injury, especially if their team has been eliminated from any type of playoff uh, implications. And it just seems to me like this, these, the money is going to make more players less likely to take chances of getting hurt, especially if they know they could get paid to play in college. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, if, if you sign an NIL deal, you still have to perform in order to be drafted. So I don't know that the NIL directly correlates to that. You, you may get more incentive money to play for a school, but when it comes to MLB or the NBA or NFL drafting you, you still have to prove what you can do on the field. I don't think that's going to change. Well, I was talking about high school students not wanting to play their senior season. Well, but again, if you're going to get if you're going to go to school X, is school X going to just take you based on what you did, you know, your sophomore and junior year? I, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's going to affect high school sports as well as college sports. I think that the high schools are going to have to try to figure out, you know, what what the rules might be for them um, because it could it could definitely interfere with high school athletics. All right, we'll see if it does. Joe, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Williams says, NHL playoffs much more competitive in the first round in the NBA. 68 games are now the best of three. Sorry to say your Rangers are laying a huge egg. They got, the Rangers got smoked last night against Pittsburgh and you know, they went in with a really good goaltender, and they just been abused by Pittsburgh. Abused. I mean, I'm glad the Rangers made the playoffs, but yikes. Not good. All right, let's get a couple of more calls here before we talk, I hope, with Gator softball coach Tim Walton. Mike is next. Mike, hi. Well, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say I'm not a win-at-all-cost type of person, but it makes me wonder um, – for example, if our 84 team had not gone on probation, we would have played BYU, which instead they played a 6-5 and five Michigan team, only one by touchdown. I think we would have beaten them, had a little trouble with their passing, but we would have been national champions that year, I think. But we were on our probation, so I don't have any complaints about us being banned because we cheated and we had to pay for it. But I want to mention another form of cheating that's going on, and it's ruining high school athletics in the state. It's why the state split up the uh, categories into um, urban versus suburban. Mm-hmm. And I'm a practicing Catholic, but I, I really don't like St. Thomas Aquinas because they're gaming the system. And I can think of no better example than about four or five years ago when a school called Fort Lauderdale Nova essentially recruited players from all over the deep south and fielded a team that beat Another parochial school, 80-40 to 40 in the final. And the Tampa Catholic coach said before the game, he said, we have no chance against these guys. Well, that, that con- that's not cheating, but this, they're gaming the system, and the FHSAA doesn't seem to have, know how to handle it. And that kind of corruption is almost as bad in 
college athletics now. And I think it wouldn't have been so bad had the NCAA simply said, we want to divorce football and basketball from the NBA and NFL by telling them they need to have farm programs of their own like baseball. And if NIL had come along, it would have been modified and wouldn't be as bad as it is now. But the cat's out of the bag. There's nothing we can do about it, I don't think. Well, to your point about the FHSAA, um, I think what they did was long overdue. Yes, yes. Uh, have and, and this is the only number that I that I would ever use to make the argument. Okay, eighty-eight percent, eighty-eight percent of the state football championships in the last eleven years were won by schools that are now classified as metro. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that speaks volumes. That's why the change was needed. I'm not sure if they won't tweak it some way, but at least their understanding to what you had said earlier, Mike, about the unfairness of this, and it gives other schools a shot. Well, most states don't have public-private schools in the same classification. You have separate playoffs. And we could have gone that route, but it never happened. But this is the next best thing, I guess. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir, Mike. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, it's when I was coaching high school sports, it always amazed me that the private schools could recruit, could, you know, have anybody they wanted. Um, and yet you, I, I couldn't go to a city school and say, hey, Alex, go ahead, why don't you come, you know, you couldn't do that. Right. Well, they could just leave school X go to a private school, and you know that, that's the way it was. And um, I, I don't know if this is ever going to if it's going to work out. I mean, time will tell. But at least what FHSAA has done. Uh, and by the way, that vote I believe was like nine to seven or ten to seven, something like. That. So it was not something that everybody agreed to. But I'm hoping this will open the playing field for more schools to win championships 143 time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery hope to end our program talking to Gator softball coach Tim Walton ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF Gainesville Sports Center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF good afternoon I'm Jensen Young Gator baseball is back in action tonight when they take on Bethune Cookman in Gainesville the Gators are coming off a weekend series sweep against Mississippi State Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 625. The SEC softball tournament starts today. The Gators will take on the winner of today's game between Texas A&M and South Carolina in the second round tomorrow. The Miami Heat continue their playoff run tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. The second round series is currently tied 2-2 and Game 5 will take place in Miami. The first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs continues with the Tampa Bay Lightning tied 2-2 in their series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game 5 is in Toronto. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. May is here, and you know what that means. Gainesville Hurley-Davidson's annual hog roast. Saturday, May 21st, 12 to 4. Enjoy fresh off the pit, mouth-watering pulled pork with all the fixings. The big engine band, live on stage, vendors, prizes, and more. Proceeds benefit Children's Miracle Network, so help us help kids. Plus, get to Gainesville Hurley-Davidson during the month of May because free gas for a year has been extended. Get free gas for one year with every new bike purchase. Restrictions apply, no cash value. See dealer for details. GainesvilleHarley.com. 
everything we value is under assault. Our elections, culture, our American values. Patriots, stand up and rock the red. Rock the Red is an all-day liberty-loving rally in Ocala, featuring Eric Trump and premiering the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experience now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. rocktheredflorida.com. Shopping for a diamond? Only one jeweler here has over 30-plus years in diamond wholesaling, manufacturing, and retailing. And that's Keith LeClaire at International Diamond Center. I've been in all phases of jewelry manufacturing, and all that knowledge, all that ability that we have acquired over the years now has brought together for you as a consumer at the bottom line price. A lot of people claim they've been in the wholesale business. A lot of people claim they've been in manufacturing. They don't know two cents about it. Even today, Keith supplies diamonds to wholesalers who then sell to jewelry stores all over the country. And he's known worldwide as a major player in the world diamond market. It's because of the relationships and the context that we have developed over 35 years. Our reputation is impeccable. Our desire to please our customer is to the utmost. You hear all these jewelers that make these outlandish claims. The biggest, the best, the lowest, the largest. My response, go shop. Then come to IDC. The proof is in the pudding. International Diamond Center, the official jeweler of the Florida Gators at Celebration Point across from the theaters. From printing and faxing to mailboxing and notarizing, the UPS store has just the ing you need. With a wide range of products and small business services, the UPS store offers every ing for small businesses, all in one place. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Auto ER. Auto ER for the life of your car. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway. Later this year, they'll be adding x-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. It's that time of year again, graduation time. It's time to help some furry friends graduate to their forever home. This May 14th and 15th, join the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue at PetSmart on Archer Road and have a look at this adorable graduating class. And yes, there will be adoption specials. It's all this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator Baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And in our program today, talking Gators softball, Gators softball team hosting the SEC tournament. The tournament cranks up today. Gators play tomorrow. Gator coach Tim Walton is here. Tim, this pretty cool thing. Florida hasn't hosted this in years because it always rotates. Kind of interesting to see all these teams coming to Gainesville, Gainesville here and you get to host. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, Steve. It's been really, uh, it's been a cool um, you know thing to watch kind of 
you know, transpire with the, the, the wrapping of the outfield walls and just all the things that television crew is doing. It's been, it's been kind of, it's been pretty fun to see, to be honest with you. You know, I, I promoted you being on here and I got two emails from fans. So I'm going to ask their questions of you, Tim. One is, um, please ask coach if there's motivation to win the tournament. <laughs> I hope there's motivation to win um, every, I mean, I, I you know, there, that's, I mean, the, the question, obviously it's a, you know, it's a quick, quick hit text message to you real quick, you know, but yes. I think the, the key, the question there is, you know, do we have anything to, to gain by winning the tournament? Do we have anything to lose, you know, by not, well, number one, we're hosting this event. So, you know, I think that I, I hope our, our, our young people understand just the, uh, just the pride that goes into hosting something like this for our fans, for our people, and for, for our, for our program. Number two, um, yes, we have a lot to gain. We can, you know, we can gobble up some big RPI wins, uh, in this tournament that can help propel us in 2019. You know, we had about the same similar year. We were 12 and 12 that year. We go in and win the SEC tournament that propelled us to and think at that point in time, like a top six, seven seed. So, um, yes, we have a lot to, we, we are motivated. I know Tim Walton's motivated, but I don't get to play. So <laughs> <laughs> You're always motivated, Walton. I know that, but that's a good thing. Um, any update? You know, Hannah Adams pinch ran the other day. Any any uh, update on her status? Yeah, so she, she got her cast off on Friday. We've, she's She's been really working hard. Um, you know, Hannah's a hard worker in practice. Um, but what she's been doing that's been really impressive is she's been motivated to do cardio with our strength coach, get, do stuff with our, with our um, training staff, um, really working on her transfers. So in cast, she was doing a ton of things with her glove hand because it's her throwing hand that the, uh, the thumb was broken. Um, and so the doctors took the cast off on Friday. Um, they, uh, they, they cleared her for participation. And then that, that's going to be, you know, everything's going to, be dictated by her, you know, what her pain tolerance is, um, the risk, the reward, all of that stuff. So um, I can tell you right now that she's, she's playing tomorrow night. So um, super excited. She had a great week of practice. I say week, we had a great two days of practice, but she's been working hard to get herself ready to do this. And um, she looks really good here the last few days. Well, that, that's good news. And that was the other question that a fan asked was about the status of Hannah Adams. So I, I said, I would ask, um, you know, Tim, over the past weekend here, uh, you had a chance to play, as we talked about, you had a chance to play some different players, different players get in the lineup. That's a good thing because, look, those the players that don't get a lot of A-Bs, they work just as hard. So it's good for them to get some work and get some effort in, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that when you when you look at the four, really the five games we played out of conference this week with Florida State plus the four, yeah, we were able to. Um, you know, I I told one of my younger players this last year, you know, the way I drew up the season last year, you know, you do the schedule and you do the schedule this year, you know, there's some games in there where we have an opportunity to get a lot of people some action or a season that gives a lot of people action. You know, but the last two seasons, as you know, as, as every fan will tell you, that we just haven't scored as many runs as, as we, we need to to get some people some more valuable experience. And, you know, that's the unfortunate part of it as a coach is, you know, that every there's every type of role on a team. You've got your All-American you got role players, you got runners, defenders, you know, you got just got certain things. Everybody's got, you know, quote unquote strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, we just haven't been able to really, um, you know, there's been a couple of kids that I think that, that, that should have a couple more innings or a couple more at bats or a couple more opportunities that just haven't been able to get that because the, the games haven't, um, you know, haven't you know given way to that. I know I probably asked you this before, but 
you know, now the regular season is done. That that chapter is finished, and now you're in postseason. Do you tell your team everybody's zero and zero? Do you tell your team we're going to build on what we've done? How do you approach coming up to the postseason? Yeah, that's that's exactly the the message. So I had a longer than normal um, pre-practice me- meeting yesterday on the mound. Uh, it's typically where we you know we kind of get our our day you know refocused to get going and. That was the message. Everybody's 0-0. Uh, nobody has statistics. It's a great opportunity for the best teams to win. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, one of the two of the messages I, I told my team on Saturday at the end was postseason super fun. You know, hey, if you see somebody not running hard or you see somebody, you know, pouting, crying, upset, whatever, you just need to go over there and pat them on the back and say, hey, you know, we need you right here. Or, hey, pick your head up. No problem. Let's get, you know, we got your back. You know, just to understand that team – is way more important than the individual. The team that gets more hits with runners in scoring position um, is going to win, you know. And I think that the, that takes the best team. These these games that you're going to see now, from you know, from from SEC play to, to regional to super regional and all the way to the World Series, you know, they're really about team. They're not just about one player. Do you like the way you're playing going into this? Um, I think certain individuals have played very very well and are playing very very well. Um, I think at times defensively we've been re- – I mean, well, here's a cool thing. Rally cap, the uh, the SEC's recap of the week for mm-hmm. baseball and softball, they, they go Sunday night. We had three of the top five plays <laughs> on the rally cap top five last week. Kendra Falby had one at Florida State. Um, Kenzie Gels had – and both of them had, had top uh, ESPN top ten plays. And then Sam Rowe had one. So I think there's been some – really some cool shining moments um, defensively. Um, we've had, I mean, this team, when it goes, it goes. And you see the scores, you see the hits, you see the stolen bases. It goes, goes, goes. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. And, you know, that's been probably the most frustrating part of our performance is that just, uh, hey, we, we're we good. We're just not great. Um, we've got an opportunity right now to, to, to start fresh and to really feed off each other. And um, we, we practice, we train. Uh, we go, so we really, and I, I, I met with my coaches, you know, two weeks ago, really said, listen, we can't continue to just do the same thing over and over again and expect us to get, you know, to have different results. We got to, we got to improve. We got to change. We got to adjust. And they've done a really, my coach has done a good job, but I think the players are really just bought into getting better. Well, I'll end with this. I hope you're from now on, you're going to be go, go, go. That's what I'm hoping for you. And, uh, it starts with the SEC tournament. Gators play tomorrow against the winner of today's game between Texas A&M and South Carolina. Always appreciate you, Tim. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Appreciate you, You got it, Tim. Yep, thank you. Tim Walton, Gators softball coach, who has done, obviously, you know, a terrific job uh, with his team. I wanted to leave you with this, okay? We know in the broadcast industry that sometimes you can make good money. Boss, if you're listening, okay, Tom Brady is going to leave the NFL when he retires to go to Fox. He'll be their lead analyst. His contract is for 10 years, $375 million. I want you to hear that again. 10 years, $375 million. That's more than Brady has made as a football player. Mm. 
My deal is not $375 million, just saying. Wow. That's just, that's just mind-boggling to me that there is that much money in the world that can be just tossed around like loose change. But that's how it is. Uh, tomorrow, hope to have Trent Whittemore here. Talk a little Gator football with him and uh, get the lowdown on his brother. Uh, coming to play with him here at Florida. That's certainly a cool thing. And uh, today, I want to thank our guests, Gator softball coach Tim Walton, Gator lacrosse coach Mandy O'Leary, Florida women's tennis coach Roland Thornquist, and Dennis Dodd, columnist for CBSSports.com, talking about uh, all the NIL business. Tomorrow, uh, we'll take a look at Gator baseball, see how they fared tonight uh, against Bethune-Cookman. You can hear the game at 625. Tomorrow, we'll have Gator softball for you. You can hear that game as they open up either against Texas A&M or South Carolina. And uh, we'll know about the lightning. We'll know about the heat. We'll know all about that. And we'll talk all about it tomorrow. I hope with you Thursday, we will not do a show. We'll be heading to Missouri. Uh, we will do a show Friday if the technology gods are willing from Columbia uh, and get you set for Gator baseball the rest of the weekend with Gator sports. There's going to be a lot going on and a lot on the line. You know, trackers at the SECs. There's a ton of stuff going on this weekend in Gator sports. Thanks to Alex for producing today. As always, we thank you for taking the time to listen and participate. And don't forget, Alex Fiedo, uh is getting his second career big league start today. Uh, in the second game of a doubleheader, he's pitching for the Tigers, who aren't very good. But he's playing against Oakland. They're not very good either. So maybe uh, he will do well. That's our show. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.